Um, this is not the live show we planned. Um, we're doing this on such short notice, people. Um, when we scheduled this, it was going to be for the Incredible Hulk. We were ready for the Incredible Hulk? Yeah, we were so ready. We had the showmage and everything. But then something happened. Five minutes before I was to go on, I saw... Something saying, this content is not on HBO Max. Because at the time we're recording this episode on April 22nd, 2023, it's still called HBO Max. It's not Max yet. So I went to the HBO Max website, and I saw The Incredible Hulk is no longer on there. So I was like, oh, damn it. So I checked Street Lounge to see where else it would be on. And the over... And the only other option was Netflix. And I checked Netflix, and it was on there. So I said, Chico, dang it, what do we do? And then I thought about it for a moment, and I thought, well, you know what? We can always count on good old Peacock and the WWE section to help us at this time of need. So what I chose is WWF Invasion 92 from Coliseum Home Video. This is catalog number... WF101 in the Coliseum Home Video Library if you're one of those obsessive collectors of VHS tapes. And this is a very WTF tape. This is basically like a recap of like the first couple of months. Well, the last months of WWF in 1981, the first month or two of WWF in 1992, prior to WrestleMania 8. And you have Sean Mooney and Lord Alfred Hayes is your hosts, and they're like in Star Trek. What? Oh yeah, this is a very <laughs> WTF tape. So, I okay. Do you want it? Do you want to hear some of the matches that are on this show, on this tape? Yes, yes, I do. This this VHS tape that you might have paid like. Four bucks for it, Blockbuster, in 1992. Okay. We have the Hulkster against Typhoon. We have for the Intercontinental Championship, Brett the Hitman Hart defending his title against the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! We have Nature Boy, Ric Flair against Shawn Michaels. That's going to be a hell of a match. Uh, we got the Legion of Doom defending the WWF Tag Team titles against the Beverly Brothers. We got the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase against Tito Santana. The Big Boss Man against Hercules. Because obviously any WWF tape has to have the Big Boss Man in it. That's just a necessity. But oh, Chico, 
ready for this. For the Million Dollar Championship, Virgil is defending the title against the Million Dollar Man. Oh, that is that is the marquee right there. Like, that is ha- the price of admission. The valet what? takes on his, uh, yeah. What was Ted, Ted's, well, Virgil was the bodyguard, so what do you call something that's the, the person that's supposed to be protected? The bodyguard, from the bodyguard versus the body, I don't know. But the main event of this tape, we have Jake the Snake Roberts and The Undertaker against Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh! Oh! Oh, yeah! This, that's going to be a hell of a main event right there for on this VHS tape. So, all right. I guess it's no beating around the bush. I guess we got to finally start to watch this. Okay. I have this paused at the 0005 mark on Peacock. So basically the five-second mark. You're going to see a field of stars right here. You got this little flashy star right here. And I'm going to give a five-second countdown and want to hit play. You're going to hit play on your stream. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Oh, my God, the flying WWF logo. The flying WWF. Invasion 92. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, damn it, Tony Schiavone. What the hell happened to you? It's Sean Rooney, not Tony Schiavone. Damn it, Sean Rooney. What happened to you? Tony would be in the WCW at this point. Ooh, sensational Sherry for a manager game appearance. Ooh. He's supposed to be an alien, but he looks like he has a rash. He looks like he has a bad case of acne. That's what I just said. That is clearly a Star Wars reference. Yeah, not a Star Trek reference. Well, to be fair, this was in the period before the special editions. So. Oh, Typhoon. We're going to be talking about him later this year because we're going to be talking about his infamous fall as the Shockmaster in WCW coming in August. That's going to be an epic episode. When Sweet moment. Oh. If I'm not mistaken, he was on the cover of Nintendo Power that one time. Uh, no, that was Earthquake. Oh. Well, to be fair... Typhoon was tag team partners with Earthquake, so it's easy to understand why you would get them confused. Oh, yeah. Everybody, they're on their feet. Fight for the rights of every man. 
I am a real American. Fight for that's right. Fight for your life! <laughs> oh, look at the one kid brought his wrestling buddy. The one brought his phone finger. A fo- yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he bought that. Yeah. That guy probably bought that post. Oh my god, phone. it's King Slender! No. NES Pro Wrestling, oh. Greg. Yeah, I, I understood that reference. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, King Slender is supposed to be modeled after what I believe either Carrie or David Von Erich. Yeah. In NES Pro Wrestling. Giant Panther is clearly Ric Flair. Just saying. Yeah. And Stormman's supposed to be Mel Masquerez, obviously. I love that. Look at that crappy ass sign that van has. Hulk still rules. Hulk. Oh, that's what it says? Yeah. I thought it says Hulk still rules. And the eye is clearly like a Roman numeral. That fan probably, I, I don't mean to insult that fan. He probably worked very hard on that sign, but that was a very crappy sign. And he's all like, who's this jabroni? <sighs> oh. Oh, miss me. Oh, three punches. Four. Oh, here's the ten punches spot. Hey, one. Now. Two, three. Oh, there we go. Eight. Nah. Oh, an eye rake. And a double. Okay. Chica, fun fact here. Now, Typhoon originally went by Tugboat. He, they, now, this is former friends here. T- yep. uh, Typhoon used to be the Hulkster's friend. But here's a now you know you know that WrestleMania seven was Hulk Hogan against Sergeant Slaughter, right? Right. Okay. Well, according to Bruce Pritchard on Ric Flair's podcast, the original angle for WrestleMania six, according to him, was Vince wanted to turn Typhoon when he was tugboat healed a feud with the Hulkster. And do you know do you want and so he was going to be the person that would turn, like, have a sympathy to Iraq instead of Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. But you know what they were gonna, you know what they were gonna call him. What were they gonna call for, him for this feud? Okay, are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. What are they gonna call? They him? were, they were gonna call Tugboat, Sheik Tugboat. Oh hell no! They were gonna be. So he was gonna still be called Tugboat, but he was gonna be called Sheik Tugboat. No. 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 You know what? To be quite honest, there's only one Sheik 
in well there is the original sheik so there's, there's the original but... sheik that's that's all that's all we need that's all and we got the iron sheik we did just need two sheets like this one right here i got you your sheiky baby Oh, uh, bear hug spot. What's he oh, gonna do no. now? Oh no, he's he's stuck in that bear hug. I don't see how he's gonna get out of this. Oh, it's very impossible to get out of a bear hug, as you know, Chico. The bear hug is a very impossible spot to get out of, especially if the bear has a little sum sum in his system. Which I also oh, yeah. learned while watching Peacock. Oh, you were watching Cocaine Bear. I watched Cocaine Bear last week when I was sick. Oh, good. How was it? <laughs> oh, God. Nine out of ten would recommend. You know, now that I think about it, maybe we should have watched Cocaine Bear instead. No, but, uh, I'm enjoying this. Okay. I'm enjoying how dated this is. Uh, yeah, that's what we strive for here, and it was a thing on TV. <laughs> the datedness. Oh, hey, finally got out of that. Oh, bro, you get out of the bear lock just to deal with that. Why? Okay, cover one. Too. Oh, kick out. Thank God. Oh, no. Oh, he's going to hulk up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Look, why do people punch the Hulkster when he kicks out? This spot never works. That is, nah, you're not going to have a good time. If you punch out the Hulk when he's hulking up, you're not going to have a good time. You're going to have a bad time. And now he's giving the pointy finger. Hey, 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 you've been a bad boy, and now I have to discipline you twice, three times. And the boot. Oh. And now there's the leg. All right, Joey Morella, count. One, two, three. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, that was easy. That was easy peasy. Oh, all the children here in this arena, they're all going to go home happy that the Hulksters come away victorious. Everybody roots for the hero. Yes. Especially if the hero is a brother. Oh, he came back before the vengeance, Lord Alfred. I want to see that leg again. Yeah, he's giving them what they want. They want to. They just want to see the Hulkster pose. Okay, awkward commercial break. Oh, wait, what? What? Woo! What's that coming from? I have no idea. 
It's just Hammy acting. Oh, it's Rick Flair and Mr. Perfect. I got to appreciate that Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect are going with the space-themed puns here. I'm surprised they haven't been desiccated yet. I realize this is a primitive HD set, what he's looking at. But I'm thinking to myself, that's not high definition. That's you must be high definition. Oh, yeah, we're going back to the Royal Rumble here when Ric Flair won the championship. Now, remember, they put the WWF title on the line in this Royal Rumble match. So, oh, yeah, Sid Justice, he's just, he just throws the Hulkster over the top rope. And for some reason, the Hulkster gets pissed that Sid Justice threw him over the top rope. Never mind that this is a battle royal, Chico. The Hulkster is very upset that he got oh, thrown over the top Oh, that's ludicrous. That is ludicrous. Hulkster, you clearly knew the rules of this match. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. By the way, badly dubbed cheers are obvious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, remember, Ric Flair came in the Royal Rumble that year. It was number three, so he wrestled, like, for an entire hour. Hey, back when he, back when we weren't concerned about his health. Oh, yeah. Don't remind me of Ric Flair's last match from last year. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to forget that, but I'll tell you right now, looking at him, just, I can't not remember that. Okay, now we go back to earlier in uh, 1991. So this is November of 1991, according to my notes here. And by notes, I mean I searched Invasion 92 on Google to find, like, a match listing for it. This is from uh, a show in Connecticut. So I'm guessing this is at the Hartford Civic Center, possibly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's, uh, Bret Hart. Defending the Intercontinental Championship against the Nature Boy. Uh, look at all those fans. They're bowing to the Nature Boy. Well, that's what you do. <clears throat> yeah. That is what you do. They're all like the fans in the front row. We're not worthy, Rick. We're not worthy. But okay, here comes the hitman. I gotta say, Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Nightheart were the only two men that ever got away with wearing pink and made it cool. 
Just remember, this man wore pink professionally. Yeah. And And if you don't like it, you can go somewhere. Yeah. And nobody judged him for it. I know, right? And see, that's what it was all about. That's what you wanted. You wanted to get the Hitman sweet shades. I know I did. And they put right there, see right there, recorded prior to Royal Rumble 1992. So in case anybody was confused as to why Ric Flair won the title, now he doesn't have the title. There you go. I'm glad you clarified that for us, Coliseum Video. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Earl. You can't hold the belt upside down like that. Oh, yeah. That kid's got to be the happiest kid in the room right now. Oh, yeah. That kid who got the Hitman Shades, he's going to go home very happy. Hitman Shades with the cameo fate, ladies and gentlemen. A hip-hop mogul has been born. I'm surprised there isn't, like, a hip-hop artist that's capitalized on, like, the Bret Hart shades. Oh, yeah, both of them talking shit. I'm just thinking to myself, this was supposed to be, this was supposed to have been recorded prior to Royal Rumble 92. I remember Ric Flair had a whole lot more energy in Royal Rumble 92. Now he's just like, what the hell is he doing? Well, remember, this is, yeah, this is before the Rumble. Well, remember, this is when, um, this is right after Ric Flair left WCW. Yeah. When he was still the champ. So he was go. he was in WWF when he came in as the quote-unquote real world's champ. Oh, by the way, as I speak right now, I have the um, Rangers-Devils game going on, and P.K. Subban, it, an attempt to probably diss Mark Messier, is wearing a Ric Flair-inspired Devils robe. I don't know why. It looks ugly. And Mr. Perfect's just watching him. Obviously, how to be a cuck. (laughs) Wasn't that basically what a manager is supposed to be doing? Yes. Well, until you, like, interfere. I mean, the role of a manager is basically to do nothing until you, like, interfere near the end of the match. He's just watching out for his man. He's a he's a second basically. Yeah. Ah. One, two, nope. That's a no.
So while we have this like break in the action, like for a minute, I I just want to say, uh, we're recording this right b- after we did uh Whiz Kids the uh night before. Yes. So as people will listen to this podcast, maybe like on Podbean, like the week, like almost a week after Whiz Kids got released. So I gotta say. We talked about this with Mike and everything. I think WizKids turned out fantastic. I think last night's uh, batch of episodes that we recorded was perhaps two of the best that we've ever recorded. We, oh, we, yes. You know about WizKids. What you don't know is that we also began Pilot Month with uh, Pointless. Pointless with Allison Sweeney. Yeah. And um, I thought it was an interesting concept for a show. But, um, yeah, I can see why it didn't work. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Go watch uh, some of the original. Oh, oh. The ref's telling him. ref's giving him the business here. Oh, oh yeah. Earl Hebner, he's giving Ric Flair the business. Like, don't do any of that crap. And then later to come, uh, this week, uh, or the month ahead, by month, we got some good ones coming up. Oh yeah, we got uh we got the Sailor Moon pilot that we've been hyping forever. Again, one of the most, if not the most, sought after piece of lost media in the last thirty years. But okay, one pilot that I'm I'm very excited to talk about is. We got this very weird pilot I found, and I'm, I don't want to spoil who's in it, but when I saw this pilot on YouTube, like, um, last year, I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we definitely have to talk about this. But also, speaking of wrestling, we do have something involving Andy Kaufman this pilot season. Yeah. Andy Kaufman basically playing Andy Kaufman. But Andy Kaufman is a robot. And it's not like heart beeps. Remember heart beeps? Yeah. The less said about heart beeps, the better. Very much so. And speaking of robots, and and uh, things from the British, we also got the Red Dwarf pilot, the first one. Because remember, Red Dwarf had two pilots. Wait, it had two pilots? Red Dwarf had two pilots. I did not know it had two pilots. Yeah, Terry Farrell was Cat in the second one, but Hit in Battle is uh, Cat in the first one. And the first one is more uh, true to the original, but when they did the second pilot, they basically hyped up uh, Terry Farrell's cat as sort of Wharf Light. Okay. Oh, Rick just fretting the fan. Keep, said, your, Keep your mouth shut. Woo! I'm gonna eat your boy. Keep your damn mouth shut. Woo!
Oh, kick to, kick to the groin. Ow. Oh, back body drop by a hit, man. Uh, clothesline. Oh, 10 punches spot coming up. One, two, One, three, two four, three, five, four, six, five, six. Oh, just seven. Record him. And a leg drop. Well, it wasn't really a leg drop. It was more like a like a drop to the ground. With his leg. Yeah, but it's not it's not it's not a Hulk Hogan leg drop though. Well now this is now this is just like a a knee drop. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Feet on the ropes and the ref doesn't look two. And- <laughs> Nice dad pod, Ric Flair. Self-disciplines. All the self-disciplines. All the self-disciplines. Ooh. Oh, that's it. That's it. One, two. Nope. Oh, no. No. One, two. No. What? See, Rick, if you, can't, if you didn't keep no, your damn uh, legs... He's, he's basically counting him like seven right now. Earl, you're not doing a good job reffing this match. Oh. All right, both of them trading punches here. Oh. Oh, Bret Hart having none of it. And now a sleeper. Oh, Rick's got Bret in the sleeper. Oh, this is a devastating maneuver. Oh, oh, he got, oh, he got Rick right in the, the, uh, the turnbuckle. That's strategy right there. That's strategery. Oh! This is what happens when you do all of your moves in slow motion, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, is he going to put, is Rick going to put the figure four on him? Yep. That's yep. the figure. Oh, 
Oh no, Rick! Why are you using the ropes for leverage? You ha- because basically... he can't. Because he dislocated his hip one time, or something. Well, he also has a bad back. Remember yep. from a plane crash. Oh, you, d- you dumbass, Earl. Oh, he just slapped. Rick just slapped. He's slapping Brett like three times. I gotta say, Zachary Quinto would not be proud of those slaps. Oh, oh, Brett's countering it. Okay, now it's broken up. Thank God. Oh, by the way, Chico, I think we uh, think we mentioned this in the Facebook chat, but uh, there's going to be a 30 for 30 on American Gladiators. Yes, there is. Yes. And I mentioned that because, obviously, at least here, locally in New York, American Gladiators would always come on after Superstores here in New York. So and, I'm sure and what I, I, this was this was 1992. I was living in Arizona. Superstars came on. Right before American Gladiators on a uh, local station, uh, Channel 18 out of Tucson. So, yeah. So that was all. So that was always the one-two for me on a Saturday. Well, actually, yeah. and, and and all of that happened right after I spent the morning watching <laughs> watching Captain Ed the Game Master while eating my bowl of honey bunches of oats. Honey bunches of oats. Really? You didn't have, like, a better cereal than Honey Bunches of Oats? Well, I also had Captain Crunch, but that cut the roof of my mouth pretty bad, so... Oh, yeah, it will cut every kid's roof of their mouth. And Bret Hart is not having any of this. Oh, now he's pissed. He's so pissed like his... Like the, uh... The straps have come off. He showed how angry he is by taking his top off. But yeah, that American Gladiators 30 for 30, I'm so excited about that. That's going to be a really good watch right there. And it's co-produced, I believe, by Vice Studios. So So you know they're not going to hold anything back. Oh, no. I mean, Vice makes Dark Side of the Ring, Chico. That's quality. And we... And we're all big fans of Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, and, here's the thing. By the way, uh, Vice doesn't make Dark Side of the Ring. They just import it out of Canada. They, impor- they import it out of Canada. But, okay. Yeah, because I think it's like Crave, I think, that's yeah. the network. That the same network that brought us Letterkenny. That's right. It did bring us Letterkenny. But, yeah, season four of Vice, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. May 30th 
according to movieweb.com. There Actually, is, one of the there's oh. no giving that guy. No, not in the Hitman. He's gonna give the backbreaker. Oh, that's oh. gonna really hurt. That's gonna really hurt Rick's back. And he's he's flopping, flopping around like playing. a fish. <laughs> Rick's God bless Rick. He sells like every bump like death. Oh, he's got the sharpshooter. That's it. That's gotta be it. He's he's what gotta is, be done. No, Mister Perfect. What? No. Oh no, what? no, no. Why? Why would you have to t- say this? Is what I mean? That's the re- the manager's job is basically to cause well, shit after the his end people. of the match. Yeah. Okay, now he's going to do it again. Another backbreaker. Rick Flair refuses to accept the punishment. No, no, Sean. Yeah, what? What else would he not refuse to accept? Oh, now Brett's in the outside of the ring. By the way, if you hear any noises, I think we, we get, we're having uh, thunderstorms out here in the area. I don't know if you can pick that up on my microphone I can't, or not. I can't pick it up. Okay, good. We had a thunderstorm earlier, though. Okay. It was pretty bad. Oh, two count for Rick. Again. No, no, no. Oh, he's got got backslide. Backslide. One, two. I'll never kick out. Oh, again with the kick out. Okay, now we're at the exciting part. We're now getting to the exciting part of the match. So this match has got to be nearing its end soon. Because once you get to the near force, you know that we're getting near the end of the match here. And there's a chop. And now Rick goes right over the top rope. Probably all those fans that were bound to murder. Like, Get up, Rick. Is is Rick going for a pal? Jo- no. Nope. Uh, he Brent doesn't have the body for it. As is evidenced by that. <laughs> that was like a fire pro wrestling type reversal there. Oh, oh no! Oh, Rick beat the count. Bret Hart Rick. did not beat the count. No, he did not. But remember, Chico, 
For some reason, you can't win a championship by a countout. So technically, Bret Hart is still the Intercontinental Champion. The, the rule is, the rule is whatever we need it to be at the time. That's what the rule yeah. is. Yeah, it's just a way to like for the promoters to like screw people and think of this strategy. Oh, oh, Lord Alfred is playing Scotty. He looks like a fat Chris Tarrant. He fat. Yeah, Lord Alfred definitely looks like Chris Tarrant wearing that out that torch that fake ass Star Trek uniform that they've clearly got it. Was Party City around in nineteen ninety two? Probably. Okay. Party City. To to quote a line from Family Guy, they're doing well. Oh, by the way, we got, yeah, Ric Flair, we got another match with the Nature Boy here. This time wrestling against Shawn Michaels. But remember, Chico, this is late 1991. So Shawn Michaels is, has not yet turned on Morty Gennetti. And Morty Gennetti, in response, jumped through the barbershop window. So Morty Gennetti's going to feature in this match somehow. Nate, I don't, I don't know if he's going to feature in the match or not, but. By the way, speaking of Morty Jannetty, he's going to be featured as an episode in Dark, of the new season of Dark Side of the Ring. So that's going to be, oh, God, if you've ever followed the story of Morty Jannetty, oh, that's going to be something. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they blur. They blurred. They blurred out his belt because he's claiming to be the real world champion. Because you know they can't say he's the WCW champion because he never lost that belt. Because Ted Turner would lawyers would sue him. Yep, would sue Vince. By the way, if you're watching this with the captions on, you're not. Your eyes are not deceiving you. Every time they say the WWF, it is captured as the WWE. Probably because they don't want to piss off the panda people. I would want to piss off the panda people on Earth Day. Oh, oh, hold on a second. This is CNN breaking news. Rangers just took a one nothing lead in the second period. Yeah, we're recording this episode around the same time as Game 3, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, against the Devils. I gotta say, the Rockers, Shawn Michaels, Mighty Gennetti, one of my favorite tag teams as a kid. In fact, when I was like seven years old, like I got uh, a bunch of WWF Hasbro figures for my seventh birthday. I got the Hulkster, I got the Big Boss Man, and I got the Rockers. Now, that's a great three-pack right there to get on your birthday. Yep. Now, I know, Chico, you said you had a Greg Valentine LJN figure. I did have a Greg you, Valentine LJN figure. That you won on uh, Cartoon Express. Yes. That you've mentioned before. 
Now, did you have any other LJNs or just that? Just that one. Oh. That wouldn't let me have, but uh, it seems like seems like uh, growing up, I only had one of every major line in uh, action figure history. I had one G.I. Joe. I had one Thundercat. I had one Silverhawk. I had one Superstars of Wrestling. Oh man! And I had one you Transformer. You weren't like me because you got I got the um, I got the entire Toy Biz Batman '89 line as a kid, which I don't know why my parents let me get all the because I guess I wanted all the Batman '89 figures, and my parents were like, "Eh, why not? Yeah, why not?" But I am making up for it. In fact, something that came in the mail, something that came in the mail the other day. And I've been looking for it all over the place. I have the entire Power Rangers first season team now. <laughs> oh, you got Billy. I got Billy. Remaster. Got Billy. That, that's, oh, the remaster. From uh, the Hasbro. That's great. Hasbro till yeah. all are one. It's like I I made a mention of it on Dan Larson's uh, Instagram. He liked it. Yeah, I felt pretty good oh, about cool. that. That's cool. I f- what was what was the latest video you sent me from Dan? I, I te- seem to forget. He did. He, what was the latest video he did? Sorry, what? What was the latest video Dan Larson did? <sighs> Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh, that's right. The suit. Oh my God! Yeah, I I didn't even realize that there was like a King Koopa show. Well, we got uh, Channel Eleven beamed into Arizona growing up, and I watched it. So, oh, how was it? It was terrible. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad you can confirm to me that what was it? King Koopa's cool cartoons. King Koopa's cool cartoons. They had a guy dressed as, and I'm sorry that we're talking over Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels. I'm sure this You're is a not good wrestling match. match. It's Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. It's a great wrestling match. Let's be honest. You can listen to a bunch of other wrestling podcasts, and you can hear them talk about how great the work rate is about Ric now Flair. Now it's getting Michaels. really good because they're it's, trading blows here. They're trading blows, but you know what? We're not here to talk about the work rate. We're here to talk about other things like. King Koopa's cool cartoons. Rick Flair probably could pass for King Koopa right about now. <laughs> Maybe he could be King Koopa's dad in the Super Mario Brothers <laughs> movie sequel. I mean, if you think about it, I could buy Rick Flair as the father of Jack Black. Yes. I mean, Ric Flair lived a rock and roll lifestyle. And styling and profiling Jack- is what he does. Styling and profiling, and we know Jack Black is in Tenacious D, so. I've fallen, and I can't get up. We're sending help immediately, Mr. Flair. Uh, 
Okay, take a breath, Rick. Okay, We're get taking back. a break. All right, back. And, and now Sean's back outside the ring. And, oh, he pissed. He mad. He, get, he big he mad. mad. He's, he's getting now kicked by Rick. And, oh, all right. We got to get a sunset flip. Yeah, I think. Oh, are we going to get a sunset? Oh, he's, Rick just hit him in the face. Way to sell that work or something. And he just. <laughs> okay, so Chico, I need you to ask me something. Because I'm watching uh, the commercial breaks right now on ABC. What is the um, Jeopardy Masters tournament that's coming up? The Jeopardy Masters is basically six of the greatest champions of the last ten years. They're playing sort of a Masters deal with the top four going on to a semifinal, I guess. Or not, or... They're basically playing... I don't, oh, God, I don't even know how to explain it. But we have six champions... They're playing each other for seeding. And then you have semis at the end, followed by a final round for like $1 million. $1 million. Oh. Out saying this is a world class performance by Sean, and I have to agree with Lord Alfred. And ah, uh, Rick just slammed onto the mat. An elbow drop. I think Sean's got him. This is it. Once ah, uh, this is out. it. No, it's not. Oh yeah. Well, it's that sweet shit music yet. That's not established as his finisher for like another couple of years. At least until he feuds with Diesel. Now. Oh, that. Oh, now Sean. Sean. Sean just nearly caught. He's like, I know what you're trying to do, and I don't much approve, sir. Oh. Oh, into the barricade. Ow. Ow, that. That hurts. Are we going to get another count out here? Oh, now, now only the referees now started the count. Get up, Sean. And Rick is like breaking up the count on purpose. He's like, he's just like, no, I, I want to beat Sean. I guarantee you this man's not going to retire me in another 17 years. Yep. Did you, you get? Oh, get oh, now, oh, now here comes Marty. Oh, now here comes now, I Marty. I told you Marty was coming. Oh look, he's wearing Morty's wearing a shirt that says "Came to Shred." Oh, 
Yeah. Yes, Sean. Oh, okay. You have to make an application to be outside the ring. It's that simple. I understand now. I didn't know that's how it worked, Chico. That you have to file an application to be outside the ring. Apparently, you have to go to Jack Tunney's office and sign some papers to be outside the ring. By the way, that <laughs> Morty just basically carried, literally carried Sean on his back back to the ring. <sighs> to wait. I don't understand what's happening here. Apparently, Rick has won the match. I don't know if he won by pinfall or if it like the ref just loves like f this. He he won. Why why does anybody win? Because the writers want it. Okay, now we are on to the tag team title match between the. Oh, uh, this is good. The, this is gonna be good. The Legion of Doom against the Beverly Brothers. So I guarantee you, the Legion Hawk and Animal they're gonna kick the crap out of the Beverly Brothers here. Accompanied by the genius R.I.P. Lanny Poffo. Sweet mustache. Oh, yeah. Sweet mustache. Sweet early 90s hairdos for the Beverly Brothers right here. Oh, the genius is going to give us a poem. Yeah, you know, you know it's gonna get good. You know what the first thing is I think of when I think of hawk and animal. What's that? Well, obviously the shoulder pants, but I also remember. You remember the WCW Nintendo game? I do remember the WCW Nintendo game. They were the face of it. They were on the cover of it. In fact, hold on a second. If I can get it real quick, I got this. He's getting it right now. Meanwhile, I'm thinking to myself, they're from Chicago, but clearly they're fans of the Raiders. Oh, Oh, yeah. Hawk and Animal, they're originally from Minneapolis. That's like their gimmick hometown of Chicago. But I got, let me, oh, here it is. Oh, what is this now? I'm going to describe this for you because if if you're watching this on the archive and stream lounge, you're going to see what I'm holding. But for those of you who are listening to this on the audio, this is a uh, That's the, that's a the box art like a, on a t-shirt. No, wait. Well, no, no, that's not a box art. Those are inbox arts. Or like the character uh, player select screen. Yeah, these are the character portraits from the player select. So right here we got the uh, 12 characters for the uh, WCW game. Yeah, it looks like Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, and Luke Kang from Mortal Kombat for some reason. Well, no, no. We got Flair. We got Lex Luger, uh, Ricky Steamboat, Dr. Death Steve Williams, Mike Rotundo, IRS, Kevin Sullivan. We got the Legion of Doom, uh... For some reason, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, uh, Sting is right here, and uh, Michael P.S. Hayes. And then on the bottom, 
is the uh, characters from the Japanese version, Superstore Pro Wrestling. So we got like, uh, yes, so yeah, a bunch of these. That looks like Antonio Inoki in the top left. Yeah, Antonio Inoki and Giant Bob are here. We got Hawk and Animal 2 on here. We got um, Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen, Abdul the Butcher, who also is going to be on the featured on the uh, new season of Dark Side of the Ring, and uh, Vader. See, if you look at right here, Vader's wearing that uh, that headgear. Yeah. This, uh, the scary-ass headgear he used to wear before he just decided, you know what, F it, I'm just going to come to the ring wearing this, this strap, the jock strap on my head. By the way, Vader, remember, he was on an episode of Boy Beats World. I do remember. You think Vader ever ran into the Philly Mafia of Soupy Sales and Buddy Hackett? No. He knew where he knew not to mess with the Billy Mafia. Cause they had a great takeout business. Takeout business. <laughs> By the way, I've been wa- uh listening to the um the uh Pod Meets World podcast. That's the um one with uh uh, writer strong Will Friedel and uh, Danielle Fisher, Fischel that yeah. I just started listening to. So I've been listening to some of the uh, at the first few episodes. It's real good. They're right now in the uh, later stages of season two, so they haven't gotten to like that episode yet. Aww. And they ha- so <laughs> I'm going to be excited cause when they get to season four because also season four is the episode as the episode where we talked about in going places. Uh, yes. Where- where Sean joined Sean that joins cult. the cult, led by Jerry Levine for some reason, and they give out free hugs and off-brand cola. Oh, that's right, they do drink off-brand cola, probably warm. By the way, you know I forgot who played uh, Sean's father on Boy Meets World. Do you know who played Sean's father on Boy who Meets played World? Played Sean's father. Blake Clark played Sean's father on Boy Meets World. That's, yes! that's Blake Clark from uh, Women Water in Prison, Boy. Blake Clark? Yes, Waterboy Blake Clark. Because remember, Sean lived in a trailer. Oh, now I see it. Okay, Beverly Brothers, you might as well give up. Like, you're no match for Hawk and Animal. Let's be honest. I don't know, whatever game plan the genius had, it clearly is not working for the Beverly Brothers. Clearly. I don't know. No, that's Rick Steamboat, Alfred. Oh, off the rope drop kick by Hawk.
Oh. Here it comes. Reverse neck breaker. Give him the braid buster. So I'm guessing this is from the same taping as the Ric Flair. Has to be. Ric Flair, either the Brett or Sean match, because there's that one fan on the hard camera that's wearing a Yale sweater, and I saw her in an earlier match. So They have the same aprons and the same uh, banners and everything. Yeah, WWF used to have, like, these marathon-ass tapings where they tape, like, an entire month's worth of TV in, like, nine or ten hours. Yeah. I feel bad if anyone actually stat for the entire show from, like, start to finish. No, you can't take, you cannot take time out to pose against the Legion of Doom. And yet. And yet the Beverly Brothers do this. Why? Makes no sense. What a bunch of prima donnas. Dang it, the devil's tied, just tied the score. Stay down. Yes, it is, Al. It is indeed a sloppy cover. And we got some double team action. Oh. All right, now we got the slow... Oh, I can I can barely make a tag here. Oh, I, I just oh no, no Hawk tried to make oh, the tag, nope. but but no, no luck there. Next time, move faster. And now, oh, there's the tag, Daniel. All right, now you now you've done it. Oh, my back. One. Nope. Nope. Oh, the eye rake. The devastating eye rake. Oh, oh now, oh, this is the end here, right here. Doomsday device, quote, ah. One, that's it. It's over. It's over. I I would not say that was a great battle, Sean.
of a valiant effort. Yeah, yeah. Let's call it a valiant effort. Sure. Yeah, Sean. Let's let's call it a valiant effort. And now, Ward Alfred, he's still trying to fix this stuff. That is clearly a crappy-ass 90s calculator he's holding. Uh, yeah. Of course you're not going to fix it. You're holding a Texas Instruments to it. <clears throat> oh, the Andromeda Galaxy. Oh, sensational Sherry manager cam. Manager cam, manager cam, manager yeah. cam. Manager cam. Okay. All right, now we got Ted. I believe this is Ted Tiviasi against Tito Santana coming up right here. Yeah, it is. That's sensational. So while we're waiting for the intros right here, um, so we're like a a week away right now from um, as we're recording. When's Guardians Three coming out? Guardians Three is coming out May fifth. May fifth. Guardians Three. May fifth. May fifth. What a way to honor May the. Was it? Oh, no, I'm thinking May 4th. No. Probably have a few people who are going to air it in May 4th. Oh, that's right, because don't they have... Isn't it like... Don't they, like, air or, like, run movies, like, now? It's like 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, something like that. Something like that. Oh, yeah, so this is basically, like, you know how in the XFL now, how they, how they have those, like, things with the when they uh, talk, have the coordinators, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. When they cut to, like, the coordinators, like, running their plays and stuff. So this is, I believe this is, like, no match commentary. This is, like, sensational Sherry, like, running her, like, strategy. This is, like, ha- this is, like you could get inside the action, sort of. Or something, yeah. So, okay. Are you really looking forward to Guardians 3, Chico? Of course I am. Can't wait for it. Although I will be sort of heartbroken because this is supposed to be the beginning of the end. This is the, uh... This is Well, you know what? We talk about how the kissing boobs <laughs> 3, when we get to that, it's going to be the end of an era. That is truly going to be the end of an era. But the beginning of everything else. The beginning of everything else. Yes, that's definitely it. Oh, uh, big, big what? (laughs) I'm just really, when Guardians 3 comes out, I'm just... I'm just excited because that's going to be like, I've been waiting like six years for that movie. You've been waiting six years for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, that's like, I think we talked about it. Isn't that like 
the Duke Nukem Forever of the Oh uh, yeah, movie. yeah. So because uh, it's been it's like I I it's like the last three years have just been a never ending blur. Because remember, it was originally supposed to come out like three or four years ago. Yeah, but then then things happened with James Gunn, so we had to get him for for the Suicide Squad. And then he came back, and then COVID happened. Well, he had to do the Suicide Squad first, remember? Yeah. And then he had to do Peacemaker. He had to do a show with an invisible man for some reason. And now he's going to be directing a Superman movie. gonna be good it's gonna be a good watch just saying what guardians 3 or guardians the superman 3. movie oh yeah of course but i'm just like the superman movie with james gunn is that's gonna be from they just uh, started oh they just started work on that yeah he just started the pre-production on that it's i saw uh like a picture of it of um the uh I guess it's like the treatment or something. I saw the I saw a picture of the a picture of the uh, script or something. How dare you besmirch the good name of Taco Bell? <laughs> oh, Tito Santana, he's got that fire. That fiery Latin temper. <laughs> and so he's like, don't, don't hurt my teddy don't bear! Don't hurt my teddy bear! Okay. Threw him over. Oh my god, Mike just, <laughs> just sent us a message. Pointless was over an hour and 15 minutes long. Oh, gracious. You paid for your entire se- oh, oh! What is even going on right now? Oh, now Sherry's- Sherry and Ted are like on the outside of the ring. The crowd is going absolutely nuts. That's terrible. You can't do that to a man. <laughs> you can't- you can't slam a guy with his valet, no! <laughs> <laughs> Sherry's crying is just so freaking cold here. <laughs> I ain't done nothing to tackle. <laughs> That's a lie. You know what? Now I feel like I want to get some Taco Bell right now. Even though I had some Burger King earlier today, I think I'm in the mood for some Taco Bell. I can't have any Taco Bell. Oh, I see. Oh, well, that's your... You could just get the cinnamon twists. Oh, yeah, the cinnamon twists. Tell you, I'll tell you what, the day they discontinued the apple pie empanada, the uh, caramel apple empanada, Oh, that yeah. was terrible. Oh, don't get me started on when they got rid of the Choco Taco. That was also terrible. 
A wo- indeed, Sherry, a woman's work is indeed never done. I think she's, I think she's gone into hysterics. Yeah, pretty Sherry has just gone it. Well, yeah, that's that's basically Sherry was always insane. Oh. Oh. I forgot to mention, uh, the uh, Spider-Man movies are coming to Disney Plus very soon. Yep. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, and Amazing Spider-Man. Although no Amazing Spider-Man 2 for some reason. Because Amazing Spider-Man 2, I believe the consensus on that was, it's terrible. Or like some other streaming service probably has the rights for a while. Who does have the rights to the Amazing Spider-Man 2? Amazing Spider-Man 2 streaming. Okay, so it's available to watch if you have a subscription on Stars. It's oh, yeah. available to watch. I have it's I have a, a I have a Stars prescription. I have a Stars subscription. With my cable company. Cool. And uh, it's available if you have a premium subscription to Sling TV and Prime Video. And apparently it's also on Hulu. Let me take a look. Well, Google says it's on Hulu. I'm about to look. I'm going to search amazing. Amazing. Spider-Man. Uh, only if you have a Stars subscription. Ah. Uh, and I guess it's like through Stars on Hulu. I guess that's how it works. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the crowd's get. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, this match is going to be over soon. So we're going to be. We're close to the end of this match. What? Oh, no, Sherry, you put. He, she put Teddy's leg on the outside of the ring. Although, if you want to, if, although if you want to watch the Amazing Spider-Man two, it is on Encore Family on April twenty eighth at four thirty in the morning, and then again at eleven thirty in the morning, and then again at seven twenty five in the evening. Really? Yeah. So, oh, I get. Oh, we have a double count out. Double count out. Really? Really? And Tito's not done yet. Nobody wanted to do a job in this match. (laughs) No, this match is over. It's over. No, 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 dude, it's over. Ted, the match is over. You can stop now. You can rest. Go back to the dressing oh, room, no. Ted. 
Oh! Oh, snap! Damn it, Sherry! You had one job! You had and one And she just ran out of the she arena. Just, she just ran out. Oh, Sean's on his way to the transporter room. That's what I just said. Oh, we're going to have a feature with the Nasty Boys. Oh, they're going to invade a video store. Oh, look at that, that row of old WWF videotapes at the video store. This guy's like enjoying oh that sweet ass Survivor Series ninety one box art WrestleMania seven poster. Hello. Yeah. Oh no, the nasty boys have come into the video store. They just want the videotapes of the nasty boys. Oh look. Screw that. Well, it's a good thing the videotapes are not in those boxes. You know how much those videotapes are going to be worth in like 30 years, Chico? Probably less than what they're worth now. At least on the primary market. Because, you know, back back in the day, back in the day, they they released uh, VHS videos for uh, prices so high that only people who... uh, Rent them out would get a return on investment on them. Yeah. Oh, look at that. The Nasty Boys, they're silly stringing the poor video store guy. And meanwhile, this schlub's laughing at him. <laughs> they ordered 3,500 tapes of themselves. A ba- uh, why you- the ballet? Nobody wants to rent tapes of the ballet. He's he's educated. Oh, <laughs> by the way, Chico, all music videos at this store are dollar ninety nine. That's a deal. That's a deal. Oh, yeah, the big boss man to take on Hercules. This is the good shit. Oh, this is this was taped in West Virginia. I think it's in West Virginia. Yes, the hometown of, uh, well, the home state of our, our good friend Adam Needif. Wonder if wonder if Adam was at this show. Probably. Maybe. By the way, I saw on Adam's Instagram he's going to be involved in like some documentary. Yeah, it's a series. documentary series on ABC. It's called The Game Show Show. It's going to be a good watch. The Game, the show, game show Show. show. That's a, that's a very unimaginative title. All I can say is the Pink Boss Man and his Tonfa work. Yeah, because you know what, Chico. 
if you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia, by any chance, if you take a trip down there and you see a sign, you have to read it because you have to respect the law and order because you're going to serve hard times. You're going to be serving hard times because the big boss man, he's going to make you walk the line and you better watch out, boy, because you're going to be serving hard times. <laughs> By the way, I'm very happy that Gorilla Monsoon's calling this match. Considering that uh we we had AI Gorilla Monsoon introduce our goal. That was pretty that, that was, was pretty so... ingenious. Yeah. I want to once again thank Joe Murata from the Our Advantage Point Wrestling Podcast and Acid Wash Memories for his help crafting the uh, the intro to that because he runs a very scary uh, AI Gorilla Monsoon program that he unleashes onto Twitter. It is so frighteningly accurate to the real voice. I was like, I was, I was like, I, I remember listening to it on Monday, thinking like, what the world's going on? Yeah, Joe and his co-host Michael Quinn. They, uh, the reason I wanted to have some involvement with Joe for that episode is because they've, like, on their podcast, going, going places is like a running joke, like about how awful going places is. So I just wanted to have him have some involvement in that. Because I told him I was reviewing Going Places for this podcast. And I was like, he was like, really? You're going to be reviewing Going Places? I was like, yeah. And I got to say, go Going Places turned out very well. I have to agree. Yeah. If we had to rank, like, I'd say, like, the top 10 episodes we've ever done on this podcast, like, what, like, what would you say would be top 10? Like, I can think of, I can think of some, I can think of, like, the Battle for the White House 2020 chess set. That was a good one. Um... I got, Women in Prison was a yeah. good episode. Uh, high School. Remember when we did High School USA 83? Are you talking about the movie or the pilot? The movie. No, the, the pilot was, was nothing compared to the movie. The pilot didn't have Otto's robot. True. I actually had the playlist of the episodes here on uh on the YouTube's. By the way, if you're a, if you're uh, a fan of a, if you're yeah. a friend if you follow us on YouTube, we have playlists now. Yeah, select play. I've I've been uh, slacking on the playlist lately. I'll come up with something later tonight. Um, you know what? Man versus Beast was a great one. 
I think when we got to the uh remember the chip that had the um that was very proud of his the, nakedness. The chip that was proud of his na- yeah, I remember that. That was remember when Kiesel walked into the room when that happened? <laughs> that that was like that was like that's gonna be uh that is going to be a recurring a, a recurring theme, I think. The chimp in no, his nakedness? No, walking into the room wondering what I'm talking about. Oh, that's true, because she did a run-in, like, last night for her yep, she was She was part of one of our greatest episodes ever. She was part of WizKids. I for, what was the context for her coming she into the room? She just wanted to hang and out, I, and I just want to hang out with her. Oh, so. okay. Okay. Oh, Hercules only getting a two count right here. Oh, never, never two count. <laughs> you know what I was just listening. You know what uh, I was. Oh yeah, seven. You know, you know what I was just listening to the cookies. other day. How what to pick up to the men? Other day? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that was a that great was episode. That was the worst. That was the worst VHS tape I've ever watched in my life. But you know what? It was hilarious because I gotta say, the real star of that VHS tape was the, the dog. dog. Yes, but was the dog? Dog's probably dead now. It's very sad. The dog. No, he's probably no, because remember he's like a character. I gotta reintroduce the dog because he's a character on the podcast now. Like, hey, boo, it's the dog. How you doing? I don't know why when I did Bo. I'm sorry to break game him, but I don't know why in that episode when I did Bo as the dog, why it made him sound like Stuart randomly. <laughs> I was just trying to do a voice for the dog, and that was like the first thing that popped into my head. Hey, it's it's a rough life being a dog. It's a rough life being a dog, yeah. I'm the dog, yeah. I got some threes on my back, yeah. Yeah. Oh, ten, ten bumps to the heads of the corner. Oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. Don't you dare call him Herc. You put some respect on that name. Yeah. You show Hercules some damn respect. By the way, the big boss man got the three counts. And I think Slick just is, is, I don't know what he's, he's maybe bitching that boss man hooked the tights or whatever. By the way, don't think I don't, don't think I don't, 
Don't think I don't recognize your uh the patch on your right on your right sleeve. Oh the boss oh yeah, the we don't talk nope. about that. We don't talk about the thing that big boss man has on his uh his sleeve. Wait, I want to see what the Macho Man Randy Savage is going to do. Oh, that's right, because Macho Man's... I think I said that he's reffing this match, right? Yeah, he is. He's reffing this match between Virgil and Ted. Okay, so this is the match this we is, came this here for. This is the marquee matchup right here. This is the marquee matchup. I know we got one more match to go after this on this tape, but... No, he will not be one of the combatants in this match. He's going to be a zebra. He is dressed for the occasion. He is dressed like a zebra. This match is going to be for all the breadsticks, Chico. It's going to be for all the breadsticks and the meat sauce in the world. Yep. The winner of this match, Chico, is going to get so much Olive Garden on the show. Breadsticks for days. Whoop, whoop. Can he remain an impartial official? I don't know. That would be a no. That would be a hard no. Hard no. Hard no. And as we can see, the sensational Sherry, no doubt, talking to herself. Again. Again, probably. Probably. So, okay, we just recorded, as we're recording this episode right now, we just released on Podbean Shaq commercials. Another another good, so, another good uh, episode. Yes, another great episode. So, I just want to ask, what was your favorite commercial from the, uh, from the Shaq commercials episode? From the Shaq episode? commercials episode? It, it, it's obviously the uh, Double Decker Taco. The double decker taco, taco with Hakeem Elijah. Yeah, that was a good one. The taco neck commercial with Shaq's neck, like on the side, was pretty was good be- too. Oh man, this thing just this thing just started. Virgil's not wasting any time. Oh, Virgil's not wasting any time here. He's going to showcase that belt to the fans. He's like, yeah, I'm the million-dollar champ. I got your belt, Teddy. Yeah, take that. It's like, you want this? 
Come get this. Yeah, yeah, come get this, baby. So, by the way, you're not seeing this on the uh, on the audio, but I see you're wearing your Oakland you Days can... uh, T-shirt there. Yeah, because in like a couple of years, this is going to be vintage. Yep. Because as we're recording this this weekend, the uh, Oakland A's have announced that they bought land for a ballpark in Vegas. So guess what? Las Vegas Athletics. Yeah, that's going to be very strange. That's going to be very strange because Las Vegas is now going to have two teams they basically got from Oakland. And for some reason, I don't know if you saw it, but apparently, like, Mark Davis was, like, bitching about how the um, the A screwed Oakland. And I'm like, um, didn't you move your team from Oakland to the same city? Yeah. It's like the A's screwed Oakland. No, I think you got it all backwards. Didn't Oakland screw the A's? I mean, that was legendary right there. Yeah, but I'm talking more about the uh, the Raiders, how they they did it first. And now they're talking about how um, they're talking about how um, they're they're crying about how another team's moving to Vegas from Oakland. I'm like, you guys did that too. Like, really? You're gonna be Is it, complaining yeah. about Interesting that? How Las Vegas went from a from a from a city with no pro teams to potentially three. Three, yes. Because they got the gold. They have the Golden Knights right now and the Raiders and. The A's would make three, yeah. and I guess. Well, I guess the NBA is never, probably never going to Vegas. Well, why wouldn't they? I mean, they could. Remember when they had the NBA All Star Game in Vegas that yes. one year in the two thousands? I'll say this: my brother was in Vegas for like the Fan Fest, and he was like, he told me after he went to the NBA Fan Fest in Vegas, like. Oh, yeah. I hope Vegas never gets an NBA team because it was, like, so absolutely nuts. Oh, God. Sherry's going into it again. She's, yeah. Savage is like, you stay out of this, Sherry. This, this you stay out of men. this. This is between two grown-ass men here. Virgil's on the ground. He's probably thinking, oh, man, after this match is done, I'm going to get going to Olive Garden and getting that meat sauce and, that, and dream of that never-ending pasta bowl. Wouldn't you dream? Wouldn't you dream of having a never-ending yes. pasta, Chico? Never-ending pasta. You can have all the pasta you want. It never ends. I could go for some pizza right about now, actually. 
Yeah, but all the pizza. It's 10 o'clock at night here. It's raining. And, like, all the good pizza places are closed right Ew. now. It's like, you can't get a good pizza on Long Island at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday. Boo! Yes. Unless I could DoorDash it, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have anybody going on DoorDash like driving on DoorDash in this rain at ten o'clock at night. True. One, two. Randy is not doing a good job no. counting here. That I, I've got to be quite honest. Has there ever been like a good referee in pro wrestling no. ever? Has there ever been like a referee that you could say, man, he really referees are take- all on the take, same take as all the wrestlers, there- man. Say all, all on the take. Oh no. Just like Oh that is Ted attacking Randy. Ted is attacking the referee. Why are you attacking the referee? Why are you attacking Randy Savage? When you clearly know that there's a championship on the line, Ted. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm sorry for the people who... Bu- I, I don't mean to question wrestling booking in 1991, but the people who put together these matches clearly did not think about no. logic. I get Ted DiBiase, bad guy. Boo. But, like, clearly he put his hands on an official. This match should be, like, way already over by now. Oh, yeah. Not three count. It's over. Virgil has won this match. Virgil! 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 And now everybody will be going to Olive Garden after this match and getting those breadsticks. We're getting breadsticks for days, man. Oh, breadsticks for all. No, it's never over between these two. Okay, we got one more match to go on this. Oh, where where are Sean and Lord Alfred at? They're on the surface of this, of a, of crappy ass visual All of these effects effects are terrible. All these effects are garbage. Yeah, you should have brought the Weber gear. The t- you know this is big because they put the T's in tag team in like big giant. You know this letters. is a big one. It's like does it even matter who's one. does it even matter who's uh, playing? <laughs> who's who's wrestling? It's they want to make sure. Yeah, you 
you paid like seventy dollars or maybe five bucks to rent this tape. We're gonna give you your damn money's it's worth. Like Hacksaw this. Jim Duggan and the Macho Man versus Jake the Snake Roberts and the Undertaker. I already know the Undertaker's gonna take this one. Oh yes. Paul Bearer. Yeah, I have a question. I have a question, Chia. Why was the deal with the urn? I don't know. Was it like the ashes of his opponents or something? So the Undertaker. So apparently, I guess when he put the, his the jobbers in the body bag, he like cremated the yep. opponents. No, I don't want. Ooh. Oh, good news. According to Mike, Pointless is going up now, too, with Wiz that was That was a quick He's... edit. Oh, yeah. He said he just DM'd us. No editing till next weekend. Yay! Ho! Oh! Oh! Now, we talked about how Bret Hart was the only guy who could ever get away with wearing pink. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the only person to ever get away with saying, Ho! Oh! Ho! And now the Macho Man and everyone's going nuts. What a formidable team this is, Randy Savage and Jim Duggan. Take the Undertaker. On Jake, and, and Jake, Jake the, snake. the Snake. This is going to be a exciting you better, tag team You better back. hang on to your seats, folks. Yeah. And remember, this is around the time. Remember when uh, Jake the Snake used his snake to bite... Randy Savage on the arm. That was during this time. And I'll tell you what. That gave seven-year-old Greg nightmares for weeks. See, this is what's so great about Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He can just randomly start a USA chant, and he'll have the, like the entire crowd just chanting USA, like, yep. "Yeah, USA!" Shrimp fried rice, shrimp fried rice, shrimp fried rice. 
You know what? I would love to see Hacksaw Jim Duggan randomly start a chain of chicken pot pie, chicken pot pie, chicken pot pie, chicken pot pie. Awesome. In the death he's just, Paul Bear is just he's not he's not he's wasting any a, time here. Oh yeah, Undertaker's not wasting any time with Hacksaw. And Paul Barry was just shaking the crap out of that urn. Oh, we have CNN oh, breaking news. Street. Oh, we have CNN breaking yes. news. Wrexham FC has been promoted. Oh, that's great news. Rob McElhaney and uh, Ryan Reynolds' soccer team has been yep. promoted. Only took him 15 years. Okay. So uh, so they got they were in, what, the fifth they're division, They're in the fifth right? division. Now they're going to be so in, the now they're in the fourth division. Okay, so I am, I am, forgive us. People, if you live in England, we are not that familiar with how English, how the English football pyramid works. Yeah. Like, all I know is, like, the Premier League and, like, the EFL championship. We don't know what flight EFL is. EFL is second division, I believe. So, okay. Men's football. Okay. EFL is second division. EFL League One is level three. Uh... EFL League 2. All right, so they were in the National League, Wrexham, ah. which is the, uh, the so that fifth That was the division. fifth flight. Now they're going to be in the fourth so flight. So now they've moved the fourth flight, which is, uh, if I can look back at the pyramid real quick, is EFL League 2, which is level 4. Okay. So, yeah, they, they're promoted to League 4, the, the League 2, rather. So they're in the the fourth division. So that's great. So they fit it. Did they win the championship? Because is it like in English football, you have to be like in the top tier, like top two or three, or do you have to like, I believe you have to be in the top flight. So, okay. So they didn't win the championship, but they were in the top teams. Right. Okay, good. I need to catch up on welcome to Wrexham. I'm very behind on that. By the way, see, as I'm speaking right now, Seattle Kraken just took a one nothing lead in Game Three against nice. the Avalanche. What I like, I like uh, the underdog, unless it is uh, the New York Islanders. Do not like them right now. I'll like them later. I'll like oh, them later. Pl- oh, they're playing. They're playing the. Oh, they're playing the Islanders in the playoffs. No, the, right the Canes now. are playing the Isles. Right now, the right now the Canes That's what have I said. a right now the Canes have a two one series lead. Yeah, well, as long as the Bruins are out, I don't care. All I care is I want to see the Rangers advance. If Boston's out, it's like I'll feel very good. They got to win this game first against the uh, Devils. Go up three, love. The Undertaker is tall, or the ref is, or He's... the ref is short. The ref is like. Freaking uh, Frodo Baggins next to the Undertaker. 
No, he course not. He's a dead man. He's a kayfabe dead man. How can you hurt this man? Yes, because he's a dead man. He's dead. He's dead, Jim. I just love how Jake, like, casually held Randy's ankles, like, okay, okay, Undertaker. Just give him some shots right here. Oh, ah, missed the missed the elbow drop, but obviously oh. Undertaker because because he's dead. He's a dead man. The hacksaw's not having it. No. He's ready. He's ready to end this. Yeah, let's end it. We only got two more minutes left in this stream. What are you doing, bringing a chair, Randy? Oh what no! What are you doing? Is that oh. the folding chair? Yeah. Well, the Undertaker was going to hit Taxol with the the urn, and now Taxol's got a two by. Oh, this is becoming a Donnybrook. What is the official word on what this? What in the match? world is going on here? Oh, yeah. They ruled that Jake the Snake Robinson, the Undertaker, won by disqualification when Randy brought in the chair. No, it means absolutely nothing nope. to the Macho Man. He still wants a piece of Jake the Snake. No, they're not going to come back into the ring, no, Randy. No, they're done. They're done. They're They're going back home. They're going to collect the winner's portion of the purse. The Undertaker and Paul Bear are probably going to use that money to, like, Uh, I don't know, fix their funeral Okay, They're done. The Macho Man is not done. No, he's running back. Meanwhile, back on this planet with Sean and Lord Alfred. They're speaking into a Game & Watch, dude. They're speaking into a Nintendo Game & Watch. Oh, they're going to be... Oh, they're going to be stuck on that planet a little longer. Oh, that's unfortunate. Why does the World Wrestling Federation have a Star Cruiser? I have no idea. And that's it. That's, that's the, tape. the tape. Oh, man. WWE video productions of the early 90s. Am I right? Am I right? So, 
I figure we're going to release this as a special It Was a Thing on TV Presents live show. Not necessarily a part of the live show continuity, but like a Presents, because we, we really this didn't is, really talk about We didn't about talk about because... what we were watching. And the thing is, what because... we were watching wasn't really what we were planning on watching. I guess The Incredible Hulk's just going to have to wait until it pops up on Disney Plus somehow. We apologize to anybody who is expecting that. But you know what? We got Virgil, so you know what? It's, it's all, all good. good. And by the way, I I and I was able to go through a pint of Nick Salta Caramel Swedish style light ice cream. I cannot rec- I cannot recommend this. It is absolute oh, garbage. Yeah. Oh, yes. really? Oh, that sucks. Well, just to let you know, you're probably going to be listening to this. I don't know when I'm going to release this for whatever. But, yeah, WizKids, pointless. They're up right now on it was a thing on TV.com. And then later on in the next week, we got uh, the Sailor Moon pilot we talked about, Red Dwarf, and hey, we're going to have another excuse to talk about Karen Gillen on this yeah. podcast. Let's just say it's going to be stacked. And we're not talking about the show with Pam Anderson. Remember the Pam Anderson That's show? That's on stacked? the list, too. Yes, it is. And it gives us an excuse to talk about Christopher Lloyd on that podcast, you need an excuse too. To talk Remember about Christopher he was Lloyd? on that? What? Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for this special live episode of It Was a Thing on TV Presents. So that was Chico and I'm Greg, and we'll see you for the next one right here on Podbean real soon. Wow! I'm giving it all she's got, Captain! <laughs> oh, how much more you got? Not uh, enough. <laughs>